enchanté. You are listening to the What the Fab podcast, where empowered women empower women through candid conversations, inspiring stories, and tangible tips. I'm your host, Elise Armitage. I'm a digital creator, and I left my nine to five job at Google to chase my dreams of being an entrepreneur. I'm so happy to have you here. Let's get into some real talk. Hello, and thanks for joining me this week on the What the Fab podcast. I actually had a different topic on my podcast editorial calendar for today, and I'm switching it up. I'm shifting gears. I'm talking about this topic of burnout and getting out of a funk because I am just recently on the other side of this, and and I felt like it because it's my podcast and I can cry if I want to. So that is what we are talking about today. And I realized that I wanted to talk about this topic on the podcast when I shared just a little snippet on my Insta story about how I was feeling and and I was kind of like in a funk and I just had like a picture of me. I was in my hot tub because I was trying to snap myself out of this funk and just do something to inject a little bit of joy into my workday and I was taking a phone call from the hot tub and snapped a photo and I just said, you know, something short and sweet, like been kind of grumpy lately. So I'm trying to add some joy to my day. So I'm doing calls from the hot tub. I got so many responses from followers over on Instagram saying like, me too, same boat. I feel the same way. Everything's super toxic right now. Everything is so negative. I'm so burnt out. I'm in a funk too. Teach me like how you get out of your funk. And I was really surprised by the amount of people that responded just to that quick photo on my Insta stories saying me too. And so then after that, I talked a little bit more about it on my stories and I did a poll and I was like, I'm curious, how are you feeling? Are you feeling burnt out too? Or are you good? A hundred percent of people who responded to that poll said that they were feeling burnt out too. So I was like, I don't think I've ever had a poll that a hundred percent voted one way or another. So like usually someone, you know, throws in a a different, differing opinion, but this time it was literally no one could bring themselves to be like, you know what? I'm so good that I am going to tap on the other option in this poll and be like, no, I'm good, sis. No, everyone was like, I am burnt out AF. I got some more DMs about it and I was just kind of surprised. I didn't realize that so many people were feeling this way. And I know that we're kind of in this post-pandemic slog, like we're still working from home. Some people are back to the office part-time. But we're still kind of figuring out this new normal. And I think it's been a long time that we've been in this situation. And obviously things are so much better than they were a year ago or God, two years ago. I mean, I just, I was looking at some old TikTok videos that I made a year ago. I should post them on my Insta stories because there's just a whole feeling and a vibe I get. You know what I mean? When you think about like Tiger King times or like certain TikTok sounds that were really popular at the beginning of quarantine. Like, all right, I'm bored in the house and I'm in the house bored. Like it just pulls up all of these emotions of that time. But anyways, obviously things are a lot better than that period of time, but we're still in this weird kind of quote new normal. And 
it's just been a slog, y'all. So, okay, let me back up, give you a little bit of context about how I was feeling personally. I'm going to talk a little bit about what I did about it, how I'm feeling now. And that's pretty much it. I mean, mostly I just want you to know if you have been feeling the same way that I see you, I am you, we're going to get through it. And I'm going to find some experts to come on the podcast and talk about it too, because clearly I am not an expert. It's something that I have been going through recently too. So let's rewind a couple of weeks ago. I woke up on the wrong side of the bed. I don't know. I kind I mentioned it in a recent podcast episode because I was just feeling grumpy and I talked about it. It was actually the income report episode that was number 42. And at the beginning, I talk about like, yeah, I'm, I was just kind of grumpy today and like had to shake it off to record this episode because I have tried to record an episode in the past when I'm tired or in a bad mood and the energy just it falls flat. And I just have had to re-record it because I'm like, nope, this is not the vibe. So I mentioned that and that was a couple of weeks ago and I wasn't sleeping very well. I don't know. There was nothing in particular that happened. Like there wasn't a huge brand deal that fell through. There wasn't anything with my business that was going terribly wrong. I was under a little bit of stress for a negotiation that I was doing, but you guys know me. I don't mind negotiating. I'm pretty good at it. I like talking about it, but it was just kind of, I was sort of in limbo with some projects. So that doesn't feel great to not, for me personally, I think I like having clarity and vision and knowing exactly what I am working towards each and every day. And that kind of helps keep me motivated. And I think I was lacking that a little bit, but mostly, I don't know, like I said, there was nothing in particular. There was no reason for me to be so fucking grumpy. And I was grumpy, y'all. Like that kind of grumpy where you're just like everyone and everything is making me irritable. Like, fuck you, fuck you, don't want to talk to you. (laughs) I was just so grumpy. And I was just, you know, the first day I was thinking, okay, you know, this happens. Like, sometimes you wake up in a funk. Tomorrow is a new day. Next day, still felt super grumpy. And I was trying to push through it and keep working, but I was just having trouble focusing. I was having trouble finding motivation, which is so unlike me. Usually I have tons and tons of energy and endless motivation for my business. I mean, my business is my baby and I usually have zero problem finding motivation. I'm actually, typically it's the opposite. I have to force myself to shut down my laptop, close it down and, you know, not think about work for the rest of the evening or the weekend. And that's a practice that I really, really try to do. But Like I said, that's actually what's usually harder for me. But in this moment, I was just like, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to work anymore. Like, can I just retire? I don't want to do this. (laughs) Then I was feeling guilty for that. Like the days continued. First, it was one day, then it was two days. Then by the end of the week, I'm like, why am I still feeling this way? And I think because this is so unusual for me, I don't typically feel this way. I also, it made it a little bit more confusing. Like, why is this happening? What's wrong with me? I also was like layering in some guilt in there as well, which is a fun little side course. And I was kind of making myself feel guilty over the fact that I was like, I have no reason to feel this way. I 
look around me and I'm in my beautiful house. I have outdoor space. I have this business and life that I love. I have an incredible husband, you know, all of these positive things. And there are so many horrible things happening in the world right now and people who don't even have safety of their home, you know, on and on and on. And so I was just kind of like beating myself up over why am I not feeling butterflies and rainbows right now? My life, there's nothing negative in my life right now. So why do I feel so negative? So I was adding on that little bit of layer of guilt. And I think that the combination of this being unusual for me, adding on that guilt and like wanting to get out of this feeling and be done with it, it almost kind of pushed me deeper into it. And I was really trying all the typical things that you can think of when you're trying to deal with burnout. And my usual daily routine, you know, I start the day with journaling. I have been meditating every single day this year. I get my workouts in three days a week, sometimes four if I'm like really feeling it. I was going out for walks. You know, I think there are other things that I could have done a little bit better. But when you're in that funk, you're also just like, I don't want to do anything. I felt like if you guys have seen this girl on Instagram, she makes some really funny reels about her quote fucking self-care routine <laughs> so she like does these videos it's about her self-care routine but in this really like droning on voice and she's like here's a look at my stupid fucking nighttime skincare routine <laughs> and she's like I went out on a stupid fucking walk today for my stupid fucking mental health <laughs> And that was like, oh my God, that is exactly how I feel right now. Like I'm forcing myself to go out on a walk, get some fresh air. And I'm like grumpily, if that's a word, walking down the street because I don't freaking feel like it. So I was doing those things, it really wasn't doing a whole lot for me. I even, I took a day off. I took a Thursday off. I went and got a massage and it just, my feelings and kind of overall blahness was all there as soon as I walked out of the spa. So that didn't really help me too much. I also think that the first few months of this year have been a little bit monotonous for me. We, Omid and I were traveling like crazy the second half of last year after we got vaccinated and things opened back up. I finally, you know, we went abroad a bunch of times. I had a, a several different press trips. And then with Omicron popping up and us almost getting stuck in the Czech Republic, we kind of decided to cool it a little bit. Okay, you know I am all about time-saving hacks, and I have to tell you guys about my latest discovery, Sunbasket Meal Delivery Service. I've been using them for months now, and they are hands down the best meal delivery I have ever tried, and I have tried a lot. <laughs> Their meals are ready to go. You can just microwave them or pop them in the oven. I don't know about you, but if I'm paying for a meal delivery, I'm not trying to get a kit that also requires me to spend time having to cook the meal and chop stuff like some other services. No, thank you. So it's delivered weekly. If you want, you can always skip. It's ready to go. All of their ingredients are organic. And seriously, the meals have been so delicious. I just had this insane chili verde enchilada pie with braised pork last night. Oh my God, I'm drooling just thinking about it. And each week you get to pick your menu and I order six. So that's meals for both me and Omid three nights out of the week. And I usually opt for meals that are under 600 calories. And like I said, everything has been so good. And there's a new menu to choose from every week. We haven't had a repeat menu item yet. 
And I have a great discount link for you to give them a try. You'll get $90 off your first few deliveries, bringing each meal to six bucks a meal. This is a no-brainer, you guys. So just go to whatthefab.com slash sunbasket and use my referral link there. I mean, you're gonna pay that much at least for groceries, but with Sunbasket, you don't even have to cook, so you might as well be efficient about it. Make weeknight dinners a delicious breeze with Sunbasket. Go to whatthefab.com slash sunbasket to get $90 off. And so for the first, let's see, we're like mid-April now. So for almost the first four months of the year, I didn't really travel very much. I had one press trip to Bend, Oregon with Babes That Wander, and that was it. And that's also pretty unusual for me. Like usually I've got something going on travel-wise once a month, sometimes twice a month, sometimes I'm gone every single weekend. And I intentionally wanted to pull that back for this first quarter because I wanted some downtime. I mean, we definitely went overboard, especially the last quarter of last year. We were traveling like insane lunatics. I would get home from one trip from Europe and have a week to unpack and repack and then go to St. Kitts with my family. Like it was nuts. But I think I just need to find a happy medium because I I need a change of pace. I need a change of scenery. And so whether that's weekend trips and, you know, something to look forward to, to go to a different part of wine country and go to Healdsburg or down to Southern California, like just something. I think that that is, I'm seeing that that's very important for me. And while I was in this funk, I did have this moment where I was like, I need to book a trip. (laughs) Like we need to go, let's go to Santa Barbara. Like let's go to Healdsburg. And I was like, okay, I know that come the last week of April and then into May, everything's going to pick back up again. I have other trips planned. It's going to get crazy again. And I really would like to encourage myself to just try to enjoy this downtime at home and also not feel like, oh, I'm feeling down, I'm in a funk, and so the solution is to book a trip. Like, so the solution is I need to travel because, I mean, really, like, another part of my morning routine is reading The Daily Stoic, and obviously the Stoics would be like, "Mm, no, 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 no. Like, it's that age-old saying of wherever I go, there I am. Like, booking a trip to help me get out of my funk is like, I still am going to have the same kind of emotions and situation when I get back home, and I need to find a way to internally get out of this funk and move on with my life. So didn't end up booking that trip. I did have a weekend where my family came to visit, which was really nice. Omid actually had his own little trip. He was in San Diego for a bachelor party. And so I told my family like, hey, you guys should come for the weekend. We'll cook a bunch of yummy food. We'll go wine tasting. We'll hang out. It'll be great. And it was really nice. I feel like I did get a little reprieve from my funk having my family in town and just visiting with them and not worrying about work or what, you know, I needed to do the next week. So that was good. But then Monday rolled around and I just kind of still felt in the same damn funk. And at this point, I'm like, okay, it's been a week, like it's been a minute. And this is pretty atypical for me. And when you if you go to Google, and you search how to deal with burnout or burnout self care tips, there's really nothing earth shattering in there. It's very much like work out, get good sleep, read a book, spend time with loved ones, meditate, go for a walk. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm doing all these things and I'm still feeling so freaking grumpy, uh, still pretty unmotivated. Like, how can I turn this around? And I was asking some of my girlfriends in my 
mastermind group. It's actually our mastermind from last year and a few of us still meet up virtually once a month. And I was asking them, you know, what do you do when you are in this type of funk? Like, how do you get out of it? And Renee, who is brilliant and wonderful, and she is in episode 33, if you want to take a listen to that one, highly recommend it. She had some really good advice. And she was like, you know, sometimes you just got to feel it and it's uncomfortable and we want to get out of it immediately because it's uncomfortable because we're like, oh, I don't want to feel like that. I don't want to, you know, feel grumpy and down and having all of these emotions. But sometimes you like the only way out is through. And so instead of being like, what can I do to get my to snap myself out of this right now? She was like, sometimes I will just give myself the day off, like take the day off from work and set aside some time on my calendar to just feel it, to just be in it, to be grumpy, toxic, negative, whatever it is that you're feeling and to not chastise yourself for feeling that way. And you can do all the self-care things you want. You can take a bath. You can read a book. You can get a massage. You can feel grumpy as hell while you're doing it. Like do whatever you want, but let yourself feel those negative feelings. And then after that period of time that you have blocked off on your calendar, so maybe it's like the whole day, maybe it's, you know, by tomorrow afternoon. And then it's like, okay, I've done it and it's time to move on like three to one over it. So I liked that advice a lot. And I think if I was still working at a large company, if I was still at Google, I probably would have or should have given myself the day off at least one or two days off just to like do other things besides work. For me, with running my own business, that can be really hard for me. I feel unproductive if I'm not working, especially, you know, from nine to five typically, but I still struggle with it evenings and weekends of feeling like, oh, I could be writing a blog post. I could be doing this, but I could have probably given myself an extra couple of days off. I really haven't taken any time off since last year. And, you know, I, I know that trips like a press trip to Bend, definitely like that is time away from my laptop and being glued to a screen, but it's also work. Like we are there for work, we're getting paid and we are shooting content, editing, like planning shoots in different locations. It's a lot. And I feel very lucky that that is part of my job, but it's not a true vacation. Like I'm not lying on the beach, relaxing, sipping a pina colada. I'm working. So I have to remind myself that sometimes too, that even when I'm traveling, most of the time I'm still working and I shouldn't feel guilty about giving myself a few days off here and there. You guys, I just discovered Newly and had to tell you about it. It's a fashion rental subscription service. So it's basically like Netflix for clothes. I also have a $10 off discount for you, so I'll let you know how to get that in just a sec. So here's how it works. You pick out six pieces of clothing that get shipped right to your home. You wear them for as long as you want, and then when you're done, you send them back in the same packaging it arrived in. There's a return label in there and everything. Super easy, and they have such cute pieces from brands like Anthropology, Ralph Lauren, Badgley Mishka, Free People, just to name a few. And if you fall in love with a piece and you decide you want to keep it, you can buy it at a super discounted rate. Like I'm seeing anywhere from 15 to 70% off the retail price for the pieces that I have at home right now. You also don't have to worry about washing anything or even if you accidentally damage it, you know, you spill some coffee or pop a sequin or two off, Newly will take care of it and you won't be charged. Personally, I am feeling a little bit uninspired 
scared with my closet and my clothes right now after the pandemic. So Newly has just been a great, affordable, sustainable option for me to have a bunch of new outfits every month and just get excited about dressing up again. You can pause or cancel Newly at any time, and I also have a referral link for you to get $10 off your first month. Just go to whatthefab.com slash newly, and newly is spelled N as in Nancy, U-U-L-Y. Enjoy, and let's get back to the episode. So after a couple of weeks now, I am feeling better. I would say I'm like 95% back to normal. And reflecting on it, I think part of it was just like it's human nature to experience ups and downs like it can't be sunshine and rainbows 24 7 all of the time like sometimes you are just in a funk and that's just the way that it is and the other thing that I think was really the only reprieve that I felt was when I broke out of our normal routine and broke up the monotony so the weekend that I had my family over there was also I was journaling one morning and I've mentioned this in previous episodes today but part of my journaling practice includes looking back at my journal entry from that exact day a year ago and it really helps you realize like how much you've grown how much things have changed how much you use to worry about a certain thing that never even came to pass or it worked out great. Like lots and lots of learnings and tidbits from that practice. But what I realized was when I was reading this last week, I was like, oh my gosh, it's me and Omid's anniversary, our dating anniversary. And we had been dating 17 years from that day. And we hadn't planned anything because Omid is also in kind of a similar situation where he's super burnt out. He's under a ton of stress and pressure with his work right now, working late hours, working weekends. I think also we were kind of like, I might have been feeding on that energy a little bit of like, we're both just like, blah, like life is so monotonous right now. We're just working. I mean, something hilarious that he said years ago that we now say as a joke is sometimes I feel like all I do is eat shit, work and sleep. So we definitely have been joking about that lately because it's just, it's been feeling like a grind and it's been feeling like Groundhog's Day and just the same thing over and over. And yeah, like I said, very monotonous. So anyways, when I was reading back on my journal entry from the previous year and talking about like, oh my gosh, it's our anniversary, like 16 years, I realized, holy shit, today's our 17 year anniversary. And neither of us have acknowledged this because we've both been just in this like funk of a place and he's super busy. And so we both just like didn't even realize that our anniversary had come up. So I was like, okay, I'm going to book us something fun for dinner tonight. We're going to go out and we're going to celebrate. And there's this new tiki bar in downtown Napa that we've been wanting to try. Super cute, right by the water. So I booked us a table there for dinner and drinks. And we went out on a Wednesday night and it was just so nice to get out of our normal cog in a wheel every day, the same routine. So those were a couple of things that helped break up the monotony. And oh, the other one was where I started this whole episode from was taking some calls from our hot tub. One of my work days, like that really did boost my mood. And I would say if you have an outdoor space, if you can sit outside and get some work done, just to get a change of scenery, that really helped me. So I'm thinking as I'm going forward and kind of on the other side of this, I'm thinking about what I could have done differently. And, you know, this it will happen again. I was talking with my therapist about this and she asked me, when's the last time that you felt this way? And I was like, honestly, 
it's been a long time. Like the last time I felt this way was probably before we were vaccinated and things were just feeling like very, very monotonous back then. And I I think I had a week where I was just in a really bad funk and super grumpy. So like I mentioned earlier, it's not something that happens very often for me, but I'm sure that it'll happen again because it's just part of life. And so when I'm thinking about what I want to do differently next time, one thing is to not guilt myself. That was something else that I chatted about with my therapist. And she was like, you feel how you feel and other people's suffering and the state of the world, like those things can coexist. You can have empathy for people that are in different situations, but you can also feel how you're feeling and that's okay. And you shouldn't shame yourself for that. So next time I will try not to place so much guilt on myself when I'm feeling that. And then another thing that as I was reflecting on this that I didn't do that probably would have been helpful is I probably should have put my phone away at some point. I think that we are so glued to our screens and especially as a content creator, it can feel like, well, this is part of my job and I have to. And at some point, I don't know, it just does something to me mentally that's not good. Hold up, I have to tell you about my new What the Fab presets. I finally launched digital product, and let me tell you, it was a lot harder than I expected it to be, but I am so excited that they're live. They're available. You can shop them on the website. You can just go to whatthefab.com presets to see them in all their freaking glory. <laughs> These presets are something that I have been refining and tweaking over the years, and after almost a decade of being a travel blogger and lifestyle blogger, I'm finally making them available to you to purchase and to use on your own photos. So whether you are a full-time content creator or this is your side hustle or you just want beautiful aesthetic photos for your feed, I'd love for you to check them out. Presets are honestly a game changer. Using Lightroom presets has really optimized how I'm able to edit my photos. It makes everything cohesive and beautiful and branded so that when you see one of my pictures on Instagram or Pinterest, you know that it's coming from what the fab. And you can have that kind of brand cohesiveness too by using the presets and tweaking them for your own skin tone and style. They also have saved me hours upon hours of editing photos. I mean, it used to take me half a day to go through, you know, hundreds of photos from a shoot. Now I can just do it within one or two clicks. And then if I'm using desktop, batch sync it across all of the photos. It's amazing. Like I said, game changer. And these presets are, they're light and airy and will make your photos look beautiful, whether you're shooting on an iPhone or in the raw on DSLR. I've got the mobile pack. I've got the desktop pack. So there's something for everyone. If you want to edit just on the go, the mobile pack is a great option and you can use Lightroom mobile. The app is free. So that's a really great option for someone who's doing this as a side hustle or a beginner. And then if you are building a brand, um, maybe this is your full-time thing, you'll probably want both the mobile and the desktop versions because then you'll be able to edit on the go on the app, but then also really like sit down in front of your computer, do that batch editing I was talking about, and just have that really cohesive vibe across all of your photos. So I hope you'll check them out. And I'm so excited I have a little gift for you. So you can get one of my mobile presets for free. Just go to whatthefab.com slash free and you can get my World Traveler mobile preset for free and you can use it on the Adobe Lightroom app on your phone. And the World Traveler preset, I've used it on 
every type of photo imaginable. It's light and airy and beautiful and just makes you look glowy. I've used it on selfies, date night pics, home decor, food, um, my friend's kids, and of course, my jet-setting travel pics. So I know that you will love it. Again, go to whatthefab.com slash free to grab that free preset for yourself. Enjoy it. Love it. Use it. I can't wait to see what kinds of photos you create with it. And be sure to use hashtag WTFab presets so I can see and share all my stories. All right, let's get back to the episode. So if you want to go back to episode 11, I did a whole episode on how to do a digital detox. And one of the things that I talk about in that episode is no cell Sundays. And for a while, probably like the first half of last year, Omid and I were doing no cell Sundays. So we would literally lock our cell phones in a drawer upstairs and just go about our day. And it was really nice. It made our Sunday feel twice as long because we weren't wasting an hour or two hours over the course of a day looking at shit on our phones. And we've kind of gotten away from that, I think, with things returning somewhat back to normal and being able to travel again. We, I don't know, we just kind of fell back into some of our old patterns. So that is something that I want to start implementing again and being more intentional about and just, yeah, having a day where I have zero screen time and giving myself a little bit of a break there. And if you are feeling burnout too, if you are feeling in a funk, I would encourage you to think about what is weighing you down? Is it like if it's purely burnout with work, who can you delegate to? Can you talk to your manager about it? Like this is not sustainable. And when I saw that 100% of people responded to my story polls saying that they were burnt out, I was just like, what is wrong with our society that everyone is feeling this way? Like this is fucked. This is not right. So who can you delegate to? What can you eliminate? What is essential? And what do you want to prioritize? How can you make some shifts and some changes? For me, I actually just posted a reel about this, but I am a huge proponent that there is no shame in asking for and hiring help for things that you don't necessarily need to be spending your energy on. So within our home, we have somebody that takes care of the front lawn. Like I'm not going to go out there and mow the lawn for two hours and deal with that. Like there are so many other things that I would like to be doing with my time. We have our house manager who helps with cooking and light cleaning and doing laundry on Mondays. So thinking about how you can delegate and free up some of your time for other things that bring you joy, like doing laundry, mowing the lawn, that does not bring me joy. That actually makes me really grumpy. So if I have the means, I am absolutely going to ask for and hire support for those tasks to free up my time to do something that does bring me joy. Now, where I think that's not helpful is if you're just freeing up time to like on Netflix. I mean, there is a fine line, like there is a point where just relaxing and watching Netflix is self-care, but then there is a point where it just becomes a waste of time. So when I'm thinking about how I'm spending my time outside of work, I'm realizing that I have zero hobbies. (laughs) 
<laughs> Nomid was talking to me about this the other day. And he was like, what hobbies do you have? Like, get a, you need a hobby. You need something outside of work. And at first I was like, well, I like to travel. And then I'm like, no, that's not a hobby. I mean, yes, I love traveling. It's a passion of mine, but it's something that I have monetized, which is amazing. And I feel so grateful for, and it is so cool that that is my job. But it also means that I am not doing that for the pure joy of it. Yes, I get a lot of joy and enjoyment out of it, but I am also monetizing it. I am shooting campaigns. I'm shooting for tourism boards. I am shooting content that's going to go on my website in a travel guide, and I'm going to put ads and affiliate links on it. Like it's all part of my business. And then I was like, well, I read books. And then I was like, well, all the books I read are business related or the book of an author who is coming on the podcast. Like I very rarely read fiction. Sometimes I do, but it's rare. So I feel like I really need to think about how I can incorporate more play into my life and doing things just for the enjoyment of it because there is not a whole lot that I do that is not somehow related to the blog and the business. And part of that is I'm a lifestyle and travel blogger. So my life and my travel, it can be monetized. It can be put on the blog. It can be put on Instagram. And I think I just need to be more intentional about creating time and space for activities that are just for the pure enjoyment of it. So I'm definitely open to suggestions on that. I saw something on Instagram that was this really cute paint by numbers, like acrylic paint set. And I was like, that looks fun. <laughs> like, I am not artistic in any way, shape, or form, but a paint by number situation, I think I could handle. Maybe add in a glass of wine. Like, okay, let's do it. Let's do something different that I can do at home that isn't this whole big thing. Like, I need to book a trip to, you know, have fun and enjoy myself. But what are little things that I can do at home to break up the monotony, inject some joy into my life that are not monetizable and for my business and for the blog? So hit me up, DM me. I'm at WTFab. If you have any other suggestions for things that I can do that I can try, I am very, very open to your suggestions and trying some new things. But other than that, I mean, like I said, I'm feeling pretty much back to normal. I am really focused on working on the launch for my SEO course. So that's exciting. I feel like I have some new clarity and direction for that. So that feels good. And that's giving me kind of the motivation and fresh energy that I need. Another realization that I had that was brought up from my therapist was she asked me, do you feel isolated? And at first I was like, no, I don't feel isolated. But then I thought about it a little bit more and I was like, well, <laughs> you know, we we moved out of the city during the pandemic. We live in Napa now. We have our spacious home, but I don't really leave it <laughs> very often, which during the pandemic was great because for a good chunk of that time, I couldn't leave and I could be at home for a week and not really feel like I was suffocating or, you know, like the walls were closing in on me, like how I felt in our San Francisco apartment during the beginning of quarantine. And I get out of the house, like I work out outside in our backyard. I go for walk. There's a vineyard near us. I go walk by that. But I don't even really, I don't go grocery shopping. I get all our groceries delivered. I don't know very many people in Napa. All of our neighbors are old. And so I kind of realized, oh, like my main social interaction is obviously Omid. And that's pretty much it. Like I really don't go out during the week. And I've kind of gotten used to it. Like it, when she first asked me, do you feel isolated? 
my initial thought was no, because I don't think it really bothers me. But then reflecting on it, I'm like, oh, well, I I am kind of isolated. Like, it's just me and Omid out here. (laughs) And we're not exactly like going out and meeting people. So that just kind of gave me the realization that I it probably would be good for me to be a little bit more intentional about reaching out. I do have a few blogger friends, some wine blogger friends, some fashion blogger friends that live in wine country, and I should definitely be more intentional about reaching out to them, like setting up happy hour, going out, like the virtual meetups that I do with some of my girlfriends from the mastermind group are great. There are definitely other people that I've been meaning to do virtual coffee with. So things like that, I think I will be more purposeful in making sure that I make time for that. I'm the one to reach out. But yeah, that was an interesting realization too. And maybe you might be feeling the same way, like feeling a little bit isolated, but not even really having realized it because we just went through this period of time, this year and a half where we had to be isolated and we had to figure out a way to be okay with that and like live our lives. And now it's like, okay, you can, you can have some social interaction again. You don't have to stay home. You don't have to only interact with your significant other. And when I think about like pre-pandemic, when I was living in San Francisco, even after I was working from home and doing the blog full time and had left Google, I still would go out pretty often because I could meet up with friends in the city and it was so easy and there was so much going on and things are just different now. Our lifestyle is different, where we live is different, adjusting after the pandemic is different. So we're figuring it out, but that was definitely a good realization to have. So anyways, those are my thoughts and reflections and I wanted to hop on the mic and chat about them since they're very, very fresh and I'm like just kind of getting on the other side of this and, you know, in the hopes that it's helpful for you if you're feeling the same way and just a reminder that it's normal, unfortunately. I mean, everyone is feeling it, so you are definitely not alone and I also am going to be on the lookout for potential podcast guests that I can have on to chat about this topic. Because like I said, when I Google how to deal with burnout, the responses are so freaking lame. (laughs) I'm like, this is not helpful, but I don't know what the answer is. And I would love to speak with somebody that is more of an expert in this topic. So if you have any suggestions, definitely hit me up. Let me know. I would really appreciate that. And you can stay tuned for more conversations around this topic. Like I said, I I hope that this episode had something of value for you in it, even if it's just feeling seen and validated and not alone. If you enjoyed this episode, I would really appreciate it if you could rate and review the podcast and hit subscribe through whatever platform you're listening through. I would love to be one of those people that's in your queue for podcast episodes each and every week. And then if you have any other thoughts or reactions, snap a screenshot of the episode, share it in a story, tag me at WTFab and let Let me know your thoughts. Thank you so much for listening and we'll chat again soon.